Hi, I'm Judy Carter with Jason Medberry, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. Hi, my friend Jason. How you doing, Judy Carter? Are you making a living uh, doing what you love doing? Pretty much, mostly. <laughs> I would say about 80% at the moment, which is strong. Strong for, strong. for a guy in my per- business. Yeah. How about you? Eighty. Well, I would say I'm at right now sixty-five percent doing what I love, and then thirty-five percent doing the grungies. You know Uh, what I call it? Like, oh, I've got to email. Oh, I've got to set up an ad campaign. Thus is the life of an entrepreneur, which is Mm -hmm. a French word, you know, meaning I work in my underwear. It means, right? Absolutely. I'm working all the friggin' time because I don't have a boss and people are go, usually go like, oh my God, you don't have a boss. Mm. Isn't that great? I wish I could quit my day job and do comedy all the time. I just want to do my memoir. I've been wanting to do that forever, but I just don't have time because I got that friggin' day job. Yeah. Working, working, working. And then I come home and I just want to get high. And, <laughs> you know, and then you're singing that song. You've been talking song. to a lot of my friends then, basically, <laughs> are also your clients. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I wanted to do a stand-up act, but then I got high. Yeah. Oh, right? Afro man, what a callback. Love right. it. Right. I it. wanted to write my memoir, but then I got high. Yep. All right, so it comes down to, and we were talking about this before we started, and I love this, this dumb question you get. Yes, I get this question. question Dumbest question. So I want you to tell everybody, and this is also for in the chance that you luck out in your life and get to meet Judy Carter in person, do not ask her this stupid-ass question. (laughs) Well, it's a very revealing question. It's a very revealing question. So, you know, uh, we've been doing online stand-up comedy um, workshops online all through COVID, and we're going to continue next year because it's been awesome. We have people from all over the world, and they end up showcasing, and some of them... Oh my God, they kill. They, we use up my book, The New Comedy Bible, and they do the exercises and they bring them into class. And, you know, and then they kill. And then they ask me this question and they go, Do you think I should do this professionally? Or, or do you think I have what it takes? Is That's the right. Version that you That's a good me, version. That one is, oh, that one. All right. I'm going to let you start of why that question is, is already so okay. telling and so bad. Because it goes so deep. Here's the question. So the question is, do you think I have what it takes to be a stand-up comic? Or to be a screenwriter? To be a... any kind of writer and I when they ask me that question here's the answer I give them no (laughs) (laughs) and do you yell it like that every time no no you don't and and then they look hurt and shocked and I say here's why because if you have to ask another person 
whether you should do comedy or express yourself creatively, if you're going to do that, then the answer has to be no. Because in order to have a career in any kind of creative art form, you're going to hit obstacle after os- obstacle. Your you know, nose is going to be almost broken from doors cl- slamming in your face. You know, you're going to be getting people telling you, you suck. And that's, you know, the audience. You're going to have entire audiences, like, telling you, you suck. You're going to have, like, periods where you have, you're making no money whatsoever. And and in order to sustain and survive to become successful... You have to have a knowingness within yourself that this is exactly right for you. Um, Because that is the only way to do this. It's the only way. Now, I do understand some people need to quit for a while. Like, uh, some people do need to quit. And... And I think quitting, as I say in the New Comedy Bible, is really an important part of the creative process. You know, enough of this shit. Who needs this? You know, I'm working all day at my day job. Then I'm trying to do open mics. I'm standing some line. I, you know, I don't need this. Um, and they quit. Um, and if that's the case, you should have no shame in that. That is, you should feel perfectly good with quitting. We all need to quit. Um, We all need to stop. We all need a rest. But if you find yourself compelled to go back to it, you have what it takes. And I think it's just like a relationship. We all know these relationships, you know, where you, you, you hook up with someone, I'm in love, this is it, right? And then you have some kind of huge fight, and then you break up, and sometimes you get back together and then you know, okay, we're, we're willing to work through our shit because, you know, I'm crazy about this. Yeah, I'm I mean, the first battle this. plan always fails. You always have to have a contingency. I mean, the first plan of attack always fails. Yeah. You know? So you always have to have a contingency plan and you always have to have be willing to come at things in new and creative ways. One of my things that I just just oh my god that question is so brutal because the one of the things that it does right off the bat and it's something that you and I are completely against is you have with that question artificially created a gatekeeper for yourself you have you have now empowered the person you are talking to to make a decision on behalf of your career that's insane to me with all the all the people all the obstacles you're going to have naturally in a creative profession why in the hell would you add more to that by creating going to someone with that kind of question and people say oh but they're a professional and they've been in it for years and they have experience and knowledge and they they don't know shit when it comes to you when it comes nobody to nobody knows shit no, nobody knows to you know We've talked on this podcast tons of times before how many times your books have been rejected. How many people said you couldn't be on stage? How many people like physically tried to stop you from performing in the past? Yes, I was. I when I was uh, wanted to be a magician, I was physically 
picked up out of the close-up gallery, the magic castle, and thrown out in the parking lot. Yeah, and like think about the that is a real obstacle right there when someone is physically. If you are an up-and-coming creative in any professional field, and you start loading anyone, even if it's a mentor or they with opinions about what your future is, you should. I mean, yeah, yeah. We now, talk about like, giving up. You should give up that because you're you're. You have stolen from yourself the one thing that makes you a creative, and that is your individual voice and your individual choice. And yeah, so I, the, that's just the first one right there because that that's yeah. that's glaring. To you me. know, when I um, if when I first saw Larry David perform at Catch a Rising Star, um, and he was there was a, a group of Mormons in there, um, and and that was the time he decided to do material that nobody in the audience would relate to. And he just told jokes about Hasidic Jews. And the only people who were laughing <laughs> were the comics in the back. Yeah. And if you said, hey, if he came to me and said, do you think, Judy, I have what it takes? I'd say, no. Yeah. <laughs> right, Larry David. Absolutely. One of the most successful comics because he took that talent of alienating people and he turned it into what is it in its 12th season on hbo curb your enthusiasm yeah not to mention seinfeld before that you know (laughs) yeah so many people um like seinfeld talks all about how he finally got on the tonight show like oh my god now i'm gonna make it and then he couldn't get a job and it didn't move the needle on his career yeah and that's 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 the other thing too is there's also going to be a ton of things that you are going to do as a creative professional that are going to lead to nowhere that are as you said will not move the needle at all so this question <laughs> is once again adding another one of these dead ends you know okay so best case scenario the person that you ask about this which I'll guarantee you Judy most of the people who ask this they're asking this question to not people like you with tons of experience in the industry tons of training tons of coaching tons of you know of all people you would be the type of person who would be able to call this kind of thing but still <laughs> they should not be asking this question because even if it's most likely they're going to ask someone who should who has no experience no knowledge no whatever and is going purely off of their gut instinct based on the thing that they just saw and if you want to say that to one of those people and they go oh yes absolutely you're amazing you're going to be the next you know Louis C.K. or Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I mean, um, you're going to be the next, you know, big star of comedy. You're going to, I can't wait for your Netflix special. You're going to be, I love your two examples, Louis C.K. Yeah. Well, I'm talking and about Dave just Chappelle. general popularity. Like, no, everyone it's like, knows who those people are. I know. Are. You're going to be the one to be sued for sexual harassment yeah, exactly. and, uh, and homophobia. Or get a $25 million per special comedy contract. There is that as well. $43 million, Dave yeah. Chappelle got for his. But, oh, but the point is, like, if I had to answer that question you know and say do you think I have what it takes I really there's another reason I can't answer it is I've had so many extraordinary talented people take my workshop and the material they've written has been amazing amazing like really high quality and then there's some people who've been sort of mediocre but I've watched as very often the mediocre one um, ended up 
on a tour, ended up with a really successful career, ended up getting um, Netflix special, comedy specials, you know, and why is that? It's because it's, it, making it and doing it and making living is a lot more than talent. I mean, it's not always a person who has the most talent that's going to make it, but the person who, who um, has a father in the business yeah. and... <laughs> Yeah, it's legacy Hollywood. Yeah, they're going to have a legacy different situation. Hollywood. No, yeah. but it's, it's you know, there is a matter of luck, but there is a matter of persistence. Yeah. And and that brings me to the next thing is um, passion about what you do. Because a lot of people go, well, it's this is, you know, I'm not really comfortable um, writing material. I'm not really this notion that it's supposed to be comfortable and fun. Um, and so I've been, as well as you know, Jason, I've talked about, I've been working for four years, maybe going on five years on this play, um, which to me uh, has been um, really important. And I have had readings of it where the whole audience kind of said, this is for shit. And I don't understand it. And I and and you're you're at these places where you go. I don't know what to do. Like I don't know how to fix it. I don't have any help on this. I don't know what to do with this. Um, and I've hit these walls, and I've put it away for a little bit. I've come back to it, and now I'm going to actually, after many rewrites, I'm going to. Um, produce this play. Okay. Woohoo. I'm going to produce it. It's going to have a opening date. Has it been fun? The answer is no. Um, it has not been fun. It's been one problem after the next, including raising money for it, including, um, people quitting on me include, I mean, including all of a sudden the theater. I thought we were going to do it. It has wrenches someone else. So the problems, the, the more successful you are, the more, um, um, more difficult your problems are actually. Like if you don't go to an open mic and you don't get up, it's not going to cost you $40,000. You know, it's not going to cost you. It's like the problems you have as you get more successful and the kind of choices you make do have larger consequences. But here's the problem is that I, and I know this is a little controversial to say, but I don't feel I have a choice. Like, I could not ask somebody, should I do it or not do it? Um, here's the test for me. I walking down the street, I was kind of thinking about the play, trying to figure out how to get past a certain point. And then this car swerved, almost hit me. But I saw it coming at me. So we have that moment where life slows down and you see you're going to be dead, you know? And what was my thought? Like, oh, I'm going to miss the people I love. No. <laughs> it was, oh, shit, I, I'm, I have to do this play. I can't die. I have to do this play. And, and, and I don't know, like, it's like slow-mo. It might be a fraction of a second before the car swerves and you feel you're safe. But in that second, I imagine myself with a stroke or I imagine myself with a broken back or I imagine myself in a wheelchair and all that like second I'm going like could I do the show on crutches could I do I mean it was just like but but it was all about no I have to do this show right 
and I don't, it's, it's, it's very important to me. And of course, the worry is, will other people relate? Will other people come? But I will never ask somebody, what do you think? I mean, certainly I'll ask the directors or people how to um, improve it. But whether I should do it or not is off the table. Exactly. Be- it's exactly. off the table because... Mm. I just go, how do, my only question that I ask people, and I think this is better than the stupid question of, do you think I have what it takes to do this, is um, how do I make this better? How can I do it better? Oh, so much good stuff, yep. And that's, and and that question, how do I do it better, is what you ask people like me, or you ask, and, and and then we can talk about different choices you can make and the ramifications of um, how that'll affect um, your audience and how that'll affect who your followers are. You know, are you going to, you know, where is your heart? Where is your heart? Where is, and so I go, my heart for this play, you know, um, will be attracting the audience and you, it's probably you, people who relate to it as people have been through childhood trauma mm-hmm. and want to laugh about it <laughs> essentially so that becomes my passion yeah i think two great things you touched on right there number one is and to steal a little bit from tony robbins here you know people don't succeed with shoulds they succeed with I have to have, I must, I must. When that word for should changes to a must, then things start to happen for people. And if you are someone who is serious about your creative career, you have a must. You should never have a should question. Should I do this? Should I stay in this? Should I be a part of this? Do I have what it takes? Those questions are irrelevant now because you have to do this. If you've you got have the passion, to. you have to. So there's no place in your entire career for you to ask anyone, should I be doing this or not? Because that question doesn't exist if you are dedicated to whatever craft or, or business or whatever it is that you're doing. Yes. And be- also, you shouldn't be surrounding yourself with people who are giving you responses to, or, or you're asking bad questions and getting bad responses. You shouldn't be surrounding yourself with people who <laughs> want to answer the question, should I do this or not? You should be surrounding yourself with people who are going to say exactly what you just said. How do I make this better? How do I how make do it I better? Make happy? You know, how, yes. you know, when you are surrounded and asking really, really good questions about improvement and empowering your work and how to get to the next level, those are the questions you should be asking. But the questions about, should I even be here? Is this worth it? Was it good? You know, that's, that's not yes. a good question. No, those questions it's not. don't exist for professionals. They don't. The de- and that's because why- that decision has already been made. That decision has already been made. So it's that this is what I am doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no choice because this is what I feel like. I'm yep. not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. And I do believe we all have a purpose in life. And I believe the universe is guiding me to do this. I don't know where my ideas come from except from uh, the universe. I'm open to this and and I am receiving this. and And then... And then you become, that's 
the passion that you need to find workarounds to everything that stops you. Because, you know, I have, and, and, and you know what, if you're scared to death, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Because I, you should be, I am terrified. I feel this project is pulling me to the edge of a cliff. That's the way it feels like. And I'm going to lose everything. I'm putting everything into this basket. And, you know, will people come? Will people be there? And, 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 and it, it really is, if this, you have to look into yourself. Don't ask people, anyone, if you should do it. It, you know, yeah, if you're not that passionate, it's kind of fun. You're doing some open mics. That is great. But if there's something you want to do, like you've got to write that memoir, you've got to do that one person show, you've got to put together, you really want a stand-up career, you can feel it, you can smell it, you can picture it, then don't ask anyone, go into yourself, feel that, and you will find a workaround to every door that slams in your face. For your special gift, go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com.